0: Foodie Films is brought to you by the Cage Club Podcast Network. For all things Cage Club related, head on over to cageclub.me. That's cageclub.me. Hey there, foodie fans, and welcome back to another episode of Foodie Films. Of course, this is your host, your chef de cinema cuisine, Kyle Reinfried. What's going on? What's happening? How are you? You're in for an early Thanksgiving this year. We've got part one of a Giving episode, or episode one of a two-part Friends Giving episode. I don't know exactly what we're calling this, but my friend, my friend, One of my oldest, my dearest, one of my best friends, Brian Rodriguez, you know, my co-host from P.S. I Love Hoffman, and the host of High School Slumber Party, all fantastic podcasts found on the Cage Club Podcast Network. I had him come over, and we recorded, we talked about all the Friends episodes, and we just talked for so long, I broke it up into two episodes. So, this first episode, we're talking seasons one through five, all those Amazing Thanksgiving Friends episodes. I was really looking forward to this. This was actually kind of the brainchild of Brian's last year because you're going, Hey Kyle, you've got your movie episodes, you've got your first cut episodes. Now, now you're throwing TV our way. Yeah, yeah, I am. It's Friends. It's like one of the best sitcoms of all times, and there's a renaissance as we talk about on this episode. And I mean, I can do whatever I want. I'm the host of Foodie Films. God damn it! But anyway, there's so many. There, uh, I, I think I think we covered in part two. But Friends has so many food references. I mean, they're always at Central Perk, the coffee shop. Monica's a chef. Joey loves food. But, you know, we're, we're talking these Thanksgiving episodes, these Friendsgivings episodes, and uh, I hope you enjoy our conversation. So here we go, me and Brian Rodriguez talking seasons one through five. Brian, welcome back to Foodie Films. How Both have you a been? Foodie Films, yeah. I've been good. I'm have surprised I'm back. <laughs> I, I am. You have all You're these... Still
1: famous chefs on well, all those
0: these. are different episodes those are my first cut episodes
1: this is and, you know the, the b-level episode the...
0: oh no but i don't mind i don't mind being on the small screen
1: today kyle
0: uh, i see what you uh, did there see what i did <laughs> i mean if you guys clicked on this episode you know it's a special one because we're not you know so it's not a first cut episode it's not a movie episode it's a tv episode it's Friendsgiving. A very special Friendsgiving. This is the one where Brian and Kyle <laughs> talk about Friendsgiving's episodes. Talk about Friends. and Friends. Oh,
1: and... This is a long time coming for me. This is something that...
0: We thought of... Well, I'm sorry. You brought it up to me. And, we and like, I mean, there's also even one other movie. I, I don't mind saying it. Like, there's not too many foodie films that also are around... The, Thanksgiving season, surprisingly. Well, yeah, although yes I saw there's no. one movie coming out called, I think, Friendsgiving. Oh, really? Yeah.
1: See, yes and no. There's so many thanks, Not so many, but there's a good amount of Thanksgiving movies. Yeah. Planes, Trains, and Automobiles. But there's no real foodness of Planes, Trains, and Automobiles. we
0: are saying maybe we would do Hannah and Her Sisters. Hannah and Her Sisters. <laughs> I would love to do, but that's,
1: that's me like, hmm, I need to find a podcast on this network where I could talk about Hannah and Her Sisters. Yeah, what's I'm that? not a Woody Allen apologist, guys. It's not what I'm saying. I yeah. do love that movie. It's a good movie, though, okay? You can't deny that. You can't deny yeah, that.
0: because it's a good movie. It,
1: it's a great movie. It's probably the best written movie ca- of all time. Yeah. If we've turned you guys off, sorry, we are going to talk Friends. This is going to be lighter. <laughs> you know? <laughs> Apologies. Yeah, that's
0: why we're going with the Friends Thanksgivings episodes. But, but first, let's just talk some... Like, ca- catch me, you know... Get me up to date. Obviously, we talk on the side as friends, but for the foodies <laughs> out there, like what what's what's new in your food universe? Where actually you brought me as a nice little gift, as you messaged me and said this I got you a gift a gift from Daddy. You referred to yourself <laughs> as Daddy.
1: I did. I did refer to myself as Daddy. Yeah.
0: So this is how do you um, Jeju Gozet from Captain Lawrence? Is that how you would well Jeju?
1: I, the restaurant is. Jeju Noodle Bar. Yeah. I think that's how it's pronounced. Is that how you pronounce? It? Yeah, exactly. I believe Even so. Though, yeah. You and I, you more the foodie than me. You have your own podcast, but you and I as people who you love made food, me,
0: you turned me into a foodie, though. I'd, I'd say.
1: Oh, wow, wow. So, see producer credit right there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no. um... They are a Michelin star restaurant in New York. And I saw online that Captain Lawrence, one of my favorite breweries, located in Westchester County, New York, did a collaboration for the restaurant, and they had cans in their brewery. And it, it's a Gosa. Some people say Gosa, like uh, German style. yeah, Like Berliner Weisses are traditionally like related to the Gosa. Um, and it's brewed with yuzu fruit. So it's a very interesting beer. I tried it. I loved it. And you said you, you liked it as well.
0: It's got a great... Like first, just like you, you f- taste that. I've never had yuzu. I don't think fruit ever. I th- I don't. I don't think. Yeah, but, You but might it, have. But it's it's got a great fruity taste to begin with. But then it's clearly like, oh, you're drinking a beer. Like it, has, it reminds
1: you, you're a beer. Yeah. If if you're someone who's not a fan of sours, you and I both fans of sours. Mm-hmm. But I know a lot of people who aren't now. It's a trendy beer. Um, some sours are like what IPAs were doing when they were hot. Yeah. Like. BAM! In
0: your face. I've said it before and I'll say it again. It falls into, like, hot wing category. Yes, do I (laughs) like Buffalo Wings Hot Wings, but I'm not gonna go there because, like, dude, I heard that. Like, that's such, like, a bro college move. Exactly. Like, Hot Wings episode. Like, I don't have a specific show dedicated to Hot Wings, okay? I'm not Sean Evans. Uh, But uh, with beer and the, the sours, like, Berliner
1: Weisses and Gosas are... Or ghosts. Sorry, I won't be that fancy. Ghosts. Oh, what did
0: I say before? Gose?
2: Uh,
0: <laughs> no, I'm sorry. The E on here, because the font looked like there was an oh, accent it at like first. Because <laughs> I was like... Versus a rose one. A, a ro- nice. Rose, rose wine. <laughs> we had a friend say that once. <laughs> yeah. Now, um, what was he saying? Oh, yeah. So...
1: These are the lighter sours, so if your mm-hmm. friend's ever like, try a sour, but you're not into the sours, go for a Berliner Weiss, because it's usually pretty refreshing. I think it's more of a summer beer, personally. Yeah, as
0: if a Berliner Weiss. Yeah, my summer's in Berlin. Mm-hmm. Yeah, in Berlin.
1: <laughs> Driving a traby around the eastern quarter. Um, <laughs> 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 actually, we're getting to the 30th anniversary of the Fall of the Berlin Wall. I know, very topical yeah. to your podcast. No, I'm kidding. <laughs>
0: That's great, yeah. One day we'll have a Curry
1: West episode of Foodie Films.
0: I just saw... a. Um, I'll have to find it again, like, a place, I think in the, like, low, lower west side area that's, like... The lower west side? What is that? I don't know. <laughs> Which is the west, the west side, but, like...
1: Like where? Like Tribeca?
0: Yeah, like, in between Tribeca and... I mean, what's, right right above... Tri- west Village?
1: West Village, yeah. Soho... Not... Obviously, there is that No-ho. one German place...
0: Leaderhosen, yeah, which is closing is, apparently. Really?
1: That's what that's what our mutual friend Dan Kim told me last time I saw him. Oh no! It's either closing or it's closed.
0: Oh man! So sorry, I have to. But it's not that place. But I mean, that's a great. Pl- <laughs> that is. A, oh man! This, this, is, this is what it's all about talking food. Yeah, I, that was. Uh, I I mean, I I remember I went there with Dan Kim one time. I need to get him on this podcast. He would have a lot to talk about food photography. Although, yeah. Yeah. But, Expert uh, food photographer. Yeah, uh, but we, we went there, and a friend of his met up, and we took shots of Sambuca, which is not... Very German, very German. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Maybe part, you're, in the, you're, you're, of, you're in the Austrian Alps. Yeah. That borders Italy. I was just going to say part of the axis of... <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, you had, you had a, a, axis of Get yeah, some, some sushi. Yeah, exactly.
0: <laughs> it was sashimi, specifically. Yes, you had some yeah. sashimi. Yeah. You had a shot of Sambuca and yeah. a big bratwurst. Yeah. <laughs> but no, it's just Liederhausen, if it, uh, I'll say, is or was a great place. Hopefully it's still open, even if, if they are closing, I'm very, I'm sad either way, is the point being, but I hope they're still open, at least for a little bit, because I would love to go there one more time. Oh, yeah.
1: I mean, we'll have to look it up after we finish recording. Yeah. However, you're going to mention, was there a Currywurst place opening in the city?
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, like there's, and that's the whole thing. I need to look up like where I know it was in that general there's vicinity. There's one in Chelsea Market that I've had. Oh, maybe it's over there because I was doing a gig around there recently.
1: And I love currywurst. I'm a big fan of currywurst. Well, I remember
0: you fan. telling me like when I was going to Berlin because that's and that's why I say you like made me into like a foodie. Like I always loved food and I was always willing to try stuff. But you were also I mean, we're, I'd say we're equally well-traveled at this point, but for a long time, you had been more internationally than I had been.
1: I'm an international man. A cosmopolitan. Yeah. Bro.
0: No. As Prince would say, international lover, maybe. Uh, not really. No. But... <laughs> <laughs>
1: now, something that I think I should get credit for, I'm going to pat myself on the back, and I'm going I'm to take do. a negative that's a positive. Okay. People say I'm an instigator. People say I push people's envelopes. I mean, you that, 100% people. do. But I also I'm a positive instigator. I positively instigated you to go to Europe and try all this
0: food. You didn't instigate me. You like were just like recommended. Yep. <laughs> I, I was baiting you. Little, recommended like, is what, just a you, positive. You're in your
1: twenties. You've never been to Europe. What the hell, bro? <laughs> Inst- yeah, it was kind of yeah. <laughs> <laughs> No, but we got on this beer topic, and again, guys, I promise you, we're going to talk about Friends because
0: I well, Friends really was really a very progressive friends. beer show. Yes, discussing
1: a lot of beers like Red Stripe and Dos Equis that now are very common, but really, I don't want to say get their start on Friends. I'm sure it was kind of yeah. a promotional tactic.
0: White but. people in the '90s weren't drinking them. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Regardless, though, I uh, most of my food adventures lately have been beer adventures because I've been drinking too much beer at breweries. I'm. I'm worse pretty sure life. you mentioned it on the show about our Asheville trip. Oh yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I think I remember hearing that, but it could have just been our conversation. Remember? <laughs> um, you know, that was great. I, I went back, and a couple weeks later, and tried even more breweries down there. There's
0: just so many.
1: One that I definitely want you to try next time you're in Asheville is called White Lab, and I, I mentioned it to you off air. But this is a place that they have. I think even a location in Europe, and these are yeast labs. And they brewed like, some of the best yeast in the country for beer. And but the sh- Asheville White Lab has beer there, too. Oh, okay. And really good food. I had these like K- uh, Korean beef fries that were Ooh. amazing there. The problem is, as you know, you're drinking, you're eating.
0: Do they have and- good sourdough there?
1: <laughs> you would think. You would um, think. I- you need to pop an mm-hmm. underberg. Yeah, <laughs> to uh, if you guys aren't familiar with Thunderbirds, what are they? They're just like little.
0: Like... I don't. I mean, they're di- digestifs in a way. Yeah, right? and
1: the best way that people have been explaining it to me is horribly
0: tasting digestives.
1: Jaeger was invented as that, but it wasn't effective, so they just use it as
0: yeah liquor, uh, you could but... t- exactly. This is like a strong. Like most people don't like Jaeger because it's like very licorice mm-hmm. but like that's the main reason. This because is also herbs. like licorice but. Horribly tasting. It tastes bad. It's like forty something percent
1: alcohol. It's yeah. a little shot. Comes in a bottle. If you collect the top, yeah, it looks like
0: uh, a little champagne bottle. Yeah. If
1: you collect the tops, you get like a prize at the end of the year. What? I, oh, I would have kept like have the, from the trip. Yeah. yeah. Or the German festival that you or, go to, Yeah. Oh yeah. Well, the German <laughs> festival,
0: or when I was at Oktoberfest. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you get prizes
1: apparently, but it's not to get drunk on. It's to like clear the system because the German foods are so heavy and like. Dude, uh, carbs they that... even
0: have, I forget what it's called, but I thought at Oktoberfest, wasn't the two years ago I went, I thought everyone was doing coke, because they have that, like, oh, yeah, you were they have that minty this. powder that's, like, it looks like it's in a little, like, perfume cologne bottle. It's, like, a blue, <laughs> like, aqua <laughs> velva bottle, and you just do, like, as, you know, I've never done coke before, you guys, but, um, uh, but you just put, like, a <laughs> Drug- little bit. Druggy films. Yeah, druggy <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, you know, at least, you know, I mean, we could talk and do an episode on pot brownies, I guess, or something, but, uh but you just put like a little bit on, you know, I guess anywhere, but like, you know, I was just seeing people put like a little bump on their hand and you just, you know, do the typical like one nostril and snort it up. And it's just this mintiness. I was like, what the fuck is going on? Like everyone's was doing it so clearly in the open and it's just something to like wake you up because just all the beers and all the food are just weighing and tying you down.
1: Now, now, we know Italy might be the descendants of the Romans because, obviously, Rome is in Italy. Sure. But the Roman Empire, of course...
0: Expanded.
1: Yes, spanned through Germany. The Holy Roman Empire, the core, was Germany there. And I feel like they've inherited what the Romans did with, like, the vomitoriums. Yes, you yeah. know, they found ways to keep eating and drinking.
0: <laughs> you know, like... Yeah. Well, that's the whole thing. <laughs> like, I think, I think it opens up... 9, 9.30 in the morning and you know, Oktoberfest doesn't end until like 1, 2 in the morning and you know, there were two of the days I did like those full lengths and they also, like, had a giant hill that you could just, like, sleep on, and everyone was sleeping. Wow, and also, that's cool. Also, like... I mean, well, I'm not like... It's not like, sleep here! It's just, like, where everyone just ended up passing out. <laughs> <laughs> and, yeah, it got also disgusting, because a lot of people were puking, and people would, like, <laughs> slip and slide down the hill on puke. Ew, yeah, no, sorry, yeah. guys. Okay. <laughs> uh,
1: and then just the beer thing, quickly. Like, I feel like I've been drinking more beer than I ever have in my life, and maybe because within, what, maybe days of the release of this podcast, I'll be getting married. Yeah, let's,
0: let's, let's dive into that. You yes, with Brian Rodriguez. Wedding film. Yeah, future groom. <laughs> How are we feeling right now? Well,
1: my tux came
0: in the mail. My tux is over there on, or, not tux, or is it a tux? Is Technically, it a yeah, oh, Okay, it's not like black tie tux. It's from Black Tux, shout out. Black Tux, a sponsor of Shout Shady out, Fems. yeah. yeah.
1: <laughs> great, great company. <laughs> um, I'm afraid to try it because I, I think it's because of nerves or something you know it's a big day obviously not that i'm like afraid to get married but it's not that big you're hosting dinner for like 260 (laughs) people it it gets nerve-wracking just don't run out of food (laughs) (laughs) that will not happen not with the foodie films man here you'll be cooking in the back yeah exactly (laughs) (laughs) no um but i'm really afraid that like these carbs have really gone to me my brother who went to Asheville with us he did his fitting Right after he got back, like a day or two after he got back from Asheville. My (laughs) youngest brother Kenny, he's like a pretty skinny guy. Uh He was a size and a half to two sizes bigger in the waist after the trip.
0: So he's like, I'm afraid to try it on because it might be too loose. I wish I had that problem. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. I I was like, after after that, I'm like, I'm going to take a break. And then I'm just like, everything just keeps getting pushed. I think after New Year's, I think this winter will be like a cleansing winter you know, you're hibernating it, it.
1: It's hard. It's hard to diet when the holidays come up, like Thanksgiving and yeah. Christmas, like it's the worst time to diet, but new year's every all like the workout things are on sale and resolution. So let's do it. 2020, a healthier
0: time to, to get the best shape we've been. I mean, you at one point were like in good shape as a runner. I was never in good shape.
1: Oh uh, yeah. I've been in good shape a couple times in my life. Yeah. Um, when I was dog walking as well. Yes,
0: yes. But you know,
1: now it's just the beer. Yes.
0: <laughs> Well, as we said guys, Friendsgiving, all the Friends episodes. Let's first before we get into the, the all specific the Thanksgiving
1: episodes. Thanksgiving episodes. I mean, yes. I would love to do all the Friends episodes.
0: Well, let's well, let's just say what is your let's talk about our history, your history with the show Friends.
1: Well, certainly a is it guilty pleasure the term or what's something that you're afraid to admit?
0: Is that guilty pleasure? No one should be afraid this day
1: and age. No, but for But back, like, yeah. For years, it was something... uh, Like, my love of friends was something I hid. It wasn't considered... Oh, in
0: high school, we would have been called, like, you know, obviously a derogatory term of sorts. (laughs) uh, For being fans of friends.
1: I'm a sitcom guy. You can listen to other shows on the Cage Club Podcast Network for me talking about sitcoms, because I love them. I probably prefer... I don't want to say prefer. I think I have more knowledge and experience in sitcoms than I do in movies, comparative to the regular, like, movie nerd, I guess, if that makes sense. Sure. I'm not watching, like, you know, I'm not watching Two Broke Girls and Big Ben Theory, (laughs) but, you know, past sitcoms. And Friends is one of the first sitcoms, or even adult TV shows, we'll call it, that I got into. Yeah. I had a little, I don't know what the size, like this, I'm, I'm doing it. you know, this is an audio podcast, but I'm showing you, Kyle, like a TV this big. Yeah. I don't know, is that a... 15-inch,
0: 15 inch 15-inch, yeah,
1: yeah. probably, TV in my room that only had the basic channels, and when you and I were growing up, probably still today, because you see friends on every channel, but... Yeah, but um,
0: what is it you told me that Netflix... Paid for this year, $100 million. $100 million. And next year it's going it's to It's going to the, NBC's Peacock, PM. right? No, no. Oh.
1: Because Warner Brother actually produced uh, Friends. Um. So it's going to HBO Max. Oh. How weird is that?
2: That's weird, yeah.
1: <laughs> but it's one of their keystone properties because Friends is still popular today. But more on that in a second. At the time, I would just stay up a little past my bedtime. After the news, what is it? Like the... Maybe at, like, six, a, okay. 11 o'clock? No, no, oh, this was, oh, like, really oh, late. Oh, oh, okay. They would share, uh, give episodes of Friends. They yeah. would, you know, uh, syndicated ones. Sure, yeah, yeah And I'd right. watch it, and I'd try to keep up, and try to pick up. Then I started watching the new ones as a kid. This was probably around season six or season seven.
0: Mm, yeah, because it, yeah, got... it started in 94, right? 94, 2004? Something like that, yeah. Yeah,
1: yeah. no, it probably started in 93, ended
0: 2004,
1: yeah. because of the way seasons work. And towards the end, I stopped watching, because... One, I got, <laughs> I got really pissed at one episode that Joey proposed to Rachel. I didn't like see oh, it God. to the end. Two, I really couldn't talk about the show with anyone because it was considered pretty lame to watch Friends. Yeah, everyone was watching Survivor. <laughs> like that's what was happening. Everyone's talking about like the finale of Survivor. I Remember being in my eighth grade like little league dugout and everyone's like, "Oh, we have to miss the end of Survivor. Who's gonna win? Is it gonna be Rudy, rest in peace, or some other dude? I forgot his name." Uh, Richard um, Hatch. Richard, yeah. Richard Hatch. And I'm like, I want to find out what happened on Monica and Chandler's wedding. Like, <laughs> not telling anyone. So I kind of gave it up for a little bit. But I don't know what happened. I Like, I kept watching. And it's something that, Kyle, I bring it up with you because and maybe you can go into your history a little. I'm not sure. I think you're one of the first people, like, I kind of confided in about this. And yeah. you're like, oh, I've watched all the episodes. My sister had them on DVD. Yeah. And when I first started dating my fian- my fiancé now... Like one of the first gifts she gave me, because I guess I admitted to it, that the, that I'm like, oh, you did something so wrong, you know? <laughs> and I watched them all front to back. And they're, at that point, when I had the... I still have the DVD collection, but again, I went just watching Netflix. Yeah. At that point, I watched them all, even episodes I hadn't seen, and... I didn't do anything for a while, we'll put it that way.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, so you kind of tapped into my history of it. My sister is a big Friends fan, like you. She went to the pop-up that, you know, was in New York. Oh, was yeah, in, yeah. No, it's in Boston. Them. She went with my uh, brother-in-law and my niece, and they did the little popping their head through the door picture. So and... I did that as
1: well. Oh, we'll talk about more of that when we get into that episode. Yeah. <laughs> because miserable failure. It has to do with head size. Yeah. <laughs>
0: i <laughs> will use some turkey grease. Um, well, no,
1: it wasn't that I was stuck. It's So I guess we'll get into it now because I already... Okay, sure, yeah. Enough. And I went with my cousin, Pumpkin, who you know, his yes. name.
0: Yeah. Um, well.
1: his, his girlfriend, Janie. Janie's a big Friends fan. Uh, and I went with Nicole and myself. And you've met all those people. Yes considerably smaller heads than i have (laughs) like my head looked massive in that door with the photo and i'm like we both have large heads i can't share this we would need Mm -hmm. to find people with equally large heads like i'm telling you you really notice it on that door
0: (laughs) 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 i digress but yeah so my sister big fan um i guess my mom would like watch it with her as well well that's
1: when i the first episodes i saw were just catching my mom watching it the first one i remember watching was the one where chandler hooks up with all joey's sisters <laughs> or one of joey's sisters but he's talking to them all at the yeah. party and i didn't know what show i was watching you know yeah so that's like the early memories but when i that's got like in, season it was two a little season later. three yeah.
0: somewhere around there but um yeah and then the, the, i you know just like a lot of tv i would just watch those like syndicated episodes, but definitely never in order. And then would probably watch them with my sister when there was like big event ones or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like I remember watching uh, Ross and Emily getting married. Mm-hmm. I remember like watching that episode and being confused, like why is Joey in like a <laughs> war out? Oh, that, that was- oh no, no, that's Monica and Chandler. G- yeah. yeah,
1: but still confused. But yeah. <laughs> But um, Probably it was wise in a, a band, or a Rubble's Church. Yeah, exactly.
0: But yeah, um, and then I guess it just came to the point that I started, yeah, once she started getting them on DVD, I think I just kind of started watching them, and I love, you know I love a good bromance, and so Chandler, and, <laughs> Chandler and Joey.
1: And as you noted before we started recording, not on purpose, but it's so true, and it's very toxic and bad today. As a kid I modeled my personality off Chandler. Yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Unfortunately. If, you, yeah.
0: <laughs> if you guys really want to understand Brian a bit more, just arguably the least likable character on the show. No, 100% the Geller's are the worst. <laughs> <laughs> like they just they, they oh, are. Yeah, Ross is the worst. <laughs> and then Monica in like later seasons just gets so annoying.
1: So annoying, but, and I used to get mad and be like, oh, her character changed so much. But actually, if you watch the show front to back, you can see it evolving to that. And it makes no, exactly. sense. No, exactly.
0: It evolves, but it's just like, just like, yeah. um, oh God, why am I blanking on Boy me's Cory's older brother? Eric. Eric. How Eric gets dumber and dumber. Yeah. <laughs> Monica no, just gets and that like... always happens in sitcoms. Um, yeah.
1: And you mentioned something uh, pretty key with Friends. As anyone probably listening right now knows, there's been a renaissance—a word coined by friends, just like the term BFF oh. and friend zone, all things wow. invented by friends. But there's been a renaissance of friends, uh, you know, being popular. Yeah. And what amazes me the most is how young people who weren't even alive when the show was like. Maybe not alive, but...
0: No, but very young. Definitely not watching... Yeah, yeah, babies in 2004.
1: Are like hardcore Mm -hmm. fans now. And some people might think, oh, that means the show is like, you know, timeless. But that's not true at all. There are a lot of things that are backward or wrong, (laughs) as we could say, today. But somehow it's transcended that. What I say about Fitcom, It's
0: timeless for people from like 20 to mid-30s. Maybe. Yeah, timeless in
1: that way. But yeah. for younger people, no. And what I say about sitcoms, and I've said before, and I definitely mean it for friends, and it's definitely related to your show, sitcoms are junk food. You know, not junk food, but comfort food. Yeah, sitcoms are comfort food. That's why you don't need to watch them in order. Yeah, you know, yeah. it's just something you could have on in the background. You don't have to pay attention too much. It helps you get through the day. It's the oversimplified trials and tribulations of life, in a. You know, a happier tone solved in 30 minutes. It's, it's wonderful. It's it's why I love sitcoms, and it's why I think we're talking about this today.
0: Yeah, I mean, there's just, it's crazy the influence that's having on this, like, I guess the generation that's just a little younger than us, or even if that's like a separate generation. I don't know when our generation ends. Who knows? Ends, yeah, exactly. We don't feel like
1: them, but, but boomers call us all millennials. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> they do.
0: But, um, I think, on, how how did uh, how'd this get made? Jason Manzukis always brings up he's just like and I see you women walking around in the sundresses with the t shirt underneath it. He's like well, I don't he's like, I don't need that Rachel look <laughs> 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 He's like it's coming back in fashion too, which it kinda is. Like Everything I wonder everything if we're really all sudden see show. a bunch of like Rachel haircuts. I mean she at the time she had such that character had such influence. And that
1: haircut Hardly lasted. It's only like
0: yeah. ten episodes. That's the so, whole yeah. thing. Jumping around. I've never done this before. What we did for this episode, which is watch every, you know, an episode. Actually, one season, two episodes, but an you know, an episode per season. Yeah, we got a little so, dessert after the yeah. 10 episodes. Um, the leftovers. Left, more yeah, actually, <laughs> that'd be more appropriate. Um, but yeah, just jumping from like one episode a season over ten years, just seeing like the hairstyle and the fashion changing and the show even like brings up like i mean well because Rachel works in fashion but like that episode where like Ross accidentally wears like the blouse of like Rachel's <laughs> like there's just a lot of i mean he he actually deals with fashion he had the leather pants in an
1: episode yeah. like it's if this was fashion films we get have a completely <laughs> different
0: podcast yeah. today that's my next podcast actually <laughs> Yeah, (laughs) (laughs) makes a lot of sense. Says the
1: man currently wearing the mesh shorts, mesh shorts, black black (laughs) T-shirt,
0: just sloppy, a little hungover, sloppy film, coughing, asthma's bothering me because it's thirty degrees out. Yeah, (laughs)
1: but if if your podcast ever got so big and it had, and some podcasts have this now, had like an after podcast, like when people would recap your podcast, it'd be called the Hangover,
2: right? The Foodie
1: Films Hangover, yeah. Or the food baby, something like that. Or, like, the itis. Yeah, the itis. <laughs> the food itis. <laughs> what was on Foodie Films this week? <laughs> you know. Oh, well, I'll tell you, Brian, I'm really full on this, uh...
0: Yeah. You know. <laughs> you know you've made it when there's, like, a recap of your show. Which is crazy to think about. But like, also there's, it's like, like... That would be the talking dead. The talking dead, dead yeah. yeah. But, anyway... I, Let's let let's get into it. Let's start I mean we can be well, well, we can one, jump one thing. Around. Could, sorry, Kyle. Oh, I just please. want to mention yeah. this because
1: I cite this book a lot. You are
0: my sous chef, so you know. <laughs> I'll be
1: there for you. The one about friends is a great book by Kelsey Miller. I believe it came out last year or maybe early this year. Okay. And it really reconciles what it friends means to people today.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Even though there's like it's odd to view some Friends episodes in the spectrum of today. But it kind of, I don't want to say it justifies it, but it, this book was amazing for me. Because after I read it, I was like, oh, this is exactly what I'm feeling. The pros, the cons. This is why I like this. Yeah. And I learned so much from this book, believe it or not. And I think it's awesome. So if you are a Friends fan, I highly suggest that you purchase this book. It's on sale for only... What's it called again? I'll Be There For You, I'll The be One there. About Friends by oh. Kelsey Miller. It's on sale for six seventy-five on Amazon. Can't beat that. That's, and it's not yeah. audible.
0: Because there's also been a lot of as much as people like are loving friends again, there's been a lot of articles like is it like like over you know, it's an overrated show. Not even questioning, just like saying like Friends Friends is a crappy outdated show. You know? Well yeah, it is outdated, but is it
1: overrated in terms of, like, it doesn't compare to TV today, like yeah. Breaking Bad. Like, they weren't trying to do that. They were trying to make comfort food. But, Kyle, as you say, let's dig in.
0: Let's dig in. Our episodes, are we going to go with courses? Or is everything at the table? <laughs> and there's a side dish? Is there it's a main course you episode? You don't have courses. You know how, no, it, exactly. I don't know how it runs in your house. No, you're right. No, it's not courses. So it's just... It's there's on a main, the table. There's a main dish. Maybe we'll... At the end, vote our favorite episode or something, and there's a bunch of side dishes. I don't know, but let's yeah, just let's go. vote
1: our favorite episode at the end. That sounds fun. Yeah.
0: Okay, but let's start with season one, episode nine. I am impressed, you know, because I I wrote them, you know, which you know what season, what episode. They're all either eight or nine. Like they. Yeah,
1: because I guess they started the season on the same date. Yeah, but it just now makes sense. We should mention this for maybe the kids. <laughs> I call them kids, but people younger than us out there who weren't around when Friends was on the air. This is a really important fact that I almost forgot about. Friends really did Thanksgiving episodes because the air day was Thursday, oh. which is super important because it would actually air on Thanksgiving. Yeah. Opposite football games sometimes, but they show a lot here. It's true. So uh, that's something that we should mention, that these all aired on Thanksgiving Day.
0: And we didn't get to binge them.
1: Yeah. it wasn't it, Binging did not exist. Yeah.
0: Except for food at Thanksgiving. <laughs> uh, anyway, so Season 1, Episode 9, The One Where Underdog Got Away. Sounds like a children's book. <laughs> so that's in reference to the Mace- Macy's Day Parade and the underdog float that ends up getting loose. Um, I think it's a Chandler or Joey that brings it to everyone's attention. And they're like, let's go out up on the roof. But this is... this is y- Joey. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> This is a fun, this is a fun episode. This is I mean this is the first season we're still getting to know all these people. Uh the big things that happen. Joey uh does the get it's like Joey gets VD. I mean he does these, you know. Yeah, he
1: does these ads. What is Mary what Mario isn't telling you and he's yeah. like, what is he hoping for? Something weird like some disease he ends up getting yeah. VD, which again kids is an old-fashioned term for an STD or STI yeah. venereal disease. Today. Yes. It's not called venereal disease anymore. Oh.
0: Uh.
1: I think it was, uh, I don't know. They changed it. I don't okay. know why they changed these things.
0: As many things, things have probably offended somebody, and so it's changed. But that's
1: good. Yeah, Venereal, Venus, women. It's kind of blaming women.
0: Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Rachel is planning on shoop-shoop-shooping down the hills or the mountainside of Vale. Mm-hmm. And uh, well, they get, and they end up getting locked out when going to check out Underdog Getting way, right? And there's uh, a demand... So this is... Again, since this is the first season, we're still getting to know everybody, but the Gellers, as in Ross and Monica's parents, are not around. And so Monica, who is a chef, is cooking, but Ross is like, oh, it's not going to be the same. And then Phoebe wants certain type of potatoes, and then Joey wants certain type of potatoes. So there's three different potatoes Monica's making. So my
1: cousin's girlfriend, Janie, who I mentioned before, I, I, I she, she to me... She's not that much younger than us, but she, to me, is more in the youth demographic for this show. Definitely wasn't watching it when it was on religiously. And she has stated like she doesn't even watch season one. She doesn't understand it. She hates season one. (laughs) Season one... I
0: mean, that happens with a lot of shows, like the first season, The
1: Office, and like... Season one very much is a relic of older shows it reminds me a little bit more of cheer and things like that sure so i completely understand it however i think this episode really sets the groundwork for all our other friends thanksgiving episodes because after this year well season two we'll talk about yeah (laughs) later on it's kind of assumed that the gang is just going to have thanksgiving together this is the this episode and again season one is like oh these were our old traditions this is the first time we're going to have a new tradition. Yeah. And it's so nice to see.
0: I mean, this is a show, and we've definitely talked about it before, and it's pretty known. Like, continuity, not the best. No.
1: And later we'll talk about it. There's some great continuity in this, and maybe some not so great in terms of Thanksgiving episodes.
0: Yes. And so, like, I mean, this also, like, I mean, as far as the show then creates, like, it's not like Joey and Chandler had been living together for a long nope. time before this. So... And Ross is still, like, fresh out of a divorce.
1: And this is still kind of, like, Jackass Joey. It's not, yeah. like, Dummy Joey. Yeah, exactly. Which Matt LeBlanc has stated that he didn't like the Jackass Joey character. He thought, like, how am I going to do this long-term?
0: Sure. You know, just being, yeah. like,
1: a womanizer and a jerk. So he wanted to dumb the character down so yeah, more lovable. And we'll see that
0: later, that's for they sure. They wanted him to be, like... The Fonz, in a way. Yeah. Right? Yeah. I mean, with the leather jacket and all. But yeah. then also, I mean, wasn't, like, he and Monica supposed to end up together at one that point? was one of the early concepts. Yeah. It's just like, oh, they both have jet black hair. <laughs> 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 and Ross and Monica are brother and sister, so they can't end up together. <laughs> but I, I just remember just thinking about that aspect of it. I always thought, like, Phoebe and Ross should end up together because they're the tall people of the group. <laughs> 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 like, that was my young reasoning. Your OCD reasoning. What I mean what, was there something that you particularly liked from this episode? Like what was what was yeah? Here were my on notes.
1: Um, one another continuity thing. We this is the first episode we learn about Chandler hates Thanksgiving. Yes, and we learn why because he's a child of divorce, which is something that is one of the deeper things of the show, and it's not handled properly all the time, obviously. No, but it's something here that it's going to be very important. Later Thanksgiving episodes, so I wrote that down. And also because
0: of it, we get Kathleen Turner to play his father eventually. Yeah, well, so that's... Well,
1: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Let's not get into that today. <laughs> um, this is the only one with Carol and Susan, who I think are great and groundbreaking on the show. Yeah. Um, I really, really actually like Susan. I think she's awesome. Is Carol in it?
0: Yeah. Actually, maybe just Susan, right? Because
1: she answers the door. Yeah, and, and
0: then she, they just, yeah, they end up Yes, Yeah, talking. so
1: maybe just Susan, wow. Yeah. But, okay, so not a lot of guests here. Clearly not a lot of expectations. One of the few episodes, and this will matter later, maybe one or only two with the boss of Central Perk, Terry. Oh, yeah. Now, Terry's an interesting character because in season one, they were trying a lot of things out. The network executives believe that a show about 20-something-year-olds would never exist without an adult character. Quote-unquote adult.
0: Yeah, that's what, and so that's why the Gellers were supposed to be.
1: That's why they added uh, Elliot Gould and Christina Pickles as the Gellers. That's why they were trying to maybe phase in this Terry character. Yeah. That's why season one you see a lot of older characters that are, like, I don't know, supposed to be, like, guiding voices.
0: Yeah, they're supposed to be, like, um, I mean, obviously the Cunninghams, but then there was, what was the boss at uh, the, the diner of Happy Days? Do you remember his name?
1: Oh, eventually it was, like, Pat Morita. Yeah, eventually that. Pat Morita, but I forget. <laughs> Forgot. But, you know, like,
0: or Mr. Belding, you know. Yeah. I mean, I, and obviously in those atmospheres, I mean, so there's parents, and then there's a principal, like, for a school show. But nonetheless, you know.
1: Yeah, like, you know, they would th- they I remember reading that they were thinking of, like, an older super character or something, like. But they realized they didn't need that. People liked the show without it, and they probably liked it better without it.
0: Yeah. Yeah, they killed off Mr.... Uh, Mr. Heckles. Heckles. Mr. Heckles is
1: another example of a character that they thought they could integrate as, like, an older character. Um, So I I thought that was interesting. Otherwise, I mean, it's a really... It's a, a typical season one episode. Something that links in a lot of these Thanksgiving episodes, is the Macy's Thanksgiving Parade. And I think you and I... And, grew and up football. From, and football, yes. But growing up in the New York metropolitan area, you and I, the Thanksgiving Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade is a staple, but we have to realize, like, not everyone watches that around the country. I know I mean, it is indicated. televised. Yeah. It is televised, but it's not something that's, like, tangible to a lot of people, you know? Um, it's very New York. Have you ever gone... I was just
0: gonna. I was gonna ask you. Yeah,
1: like I, I I have never. Have you? As a kid, we used to go all the time. Oh really? On the street and uh, my aunt. Streets in New York. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. My aunt's (laughs) coworker. Um. No, my aunt's friend worked in an office that was on the parade route. So a couple years. That's that's
0: the clutch spot. Yeah, yeah, we we watched it
1: from the office, which was great. So it's a big like New York tradition. And now both my brothers work for Macy's. And one year there was a paperwork snafu, but I was supposed to carry a balloon. This year I have the wedding. Next year, and Kyle, if you're in, I challenge you. I know you... No, because you could still see, go to Thanksgiving with your family because it's early in the morning. Yeah. That's the thing. I want to carry a balloon next year. I want it to be a balloon. I would... Lo- I mean, if
0: if there's... If well, they can get anyone.
1: Like, they, they have slots that they can offer, so... Yeah. I'm definitely in next year. Nicole well, I'm gonna, will do it.
0: Well, I'm going to... Actually, next year there's going to be a Foodie Films float, so <laughs> it's just You'll me be on it. Yeah, it's just a giant pile <laughs> with a turkey leg. Um, so uh, something. I mean, we're we're gonna vote on you know like a favorite episode at the end and those kind of things. But I think something I'd like to do along the way is recognize maybe the 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 dish and the guest of the episode. So I I'd say that it's the three types of potatoes. Okay, so I wrote
1: two down. I think we'll have a debate about this. Okay. The three types of potatoes are such an integral part because the main food uh, plot of this is that Monica has to prepare Thanksgiving. And appease. Not just with peas. (laughs) (laughs) Appease everyone there because this is the first Thanksgiving that people are celebrating kind of without their families or their nuclear circle. And so she makes, as you said, three types of mashed potatoes: one with lumps, which are not supposed to be there; yeah, one with peas and onions, and what's the other one?
0: I don't remember.
1: Oh, uh, something, something Joey wants, something weird. Yeah. yeah, like he oh whipped with something. I don't know. Regardless, so mashed potatoes is a healthy choice, and no pun intended there. The other thing we could vote on, and we could choose, is grilled cheese sandwiches.
2: Oh, because yeah. Because it ends
1: up. That, you know, everything gets ruined in the Thanksgiving. Yeah, the turkey gets burnt, (laughs) And what they end up eating are grilled cheese sandwiches, which were made for Chandler. And I love his line where he's like, who wants light cheese and who wants dark cheese? (laughs) And Ross goes like, I don't even want to know about the dark
2: cheese. (laughs) So, I mean, mashed
1: potatoes or grilled cheese, I don't know. I think, I mean... Mesh potatoes is more Thanksgiving, so I understand voting for that, but I wanted to give grilled cheese There's
0: a certain Chandler dish that I think is going to win out a later episode, Hmm. so I'm going to go with the three potatoes, just because that's more encompassing of just like what this Thanksgiving meant for everybody.
1: and I feel like you and I are setting up our table.
0: Yes, we are. We're setting
1: up our Thanksgiving table. And the grilled cheese, while they ate it, and again, I want to acknowledge its importance... If we're setting up our traditional Thanksgiving table... Yes,
0: that's a good point, too. We need
1: our three mashed potatoes.
0: <laughs> and I would... I mean, you brought up um, the... Uh, as far as... Oh, God, why am I blanking on her name? Uh, Susan. Susan, thank you. The hand gesture you made made
1: no sense to what I would think she is. Like, no, but I you just... You just put your hand just, up, like, yeah.
0: oh. I mean, because there's really like no life other... partner of <laughs> <Ross's> <laughs> Uh, ex-wife, Well, because okay. then I couldn't even remember Ross's ex-wife's name. Carol. Carol, thank you. Um, but I almost want to say the guest. We didn't know at the time if you were watching this all the way back then, but I would say the post in the living room. The guest. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so uh, why don't you tell your, your audience what that is? So in Monica and... Rachel's apartment obviously it was also Phoebe's at one point, and Monica's Everyone's grandmother's. Ross. Well, Everyone ex-
1: in the season finale, it's revealed that Ross did live there briefly to become a dancer. A summertime, yeah, yeah.
0: Summertime. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, in season one, there is, and you always see the one beam by like the refrigerator, but they have these very rustic, like log cabin looking beams. And they had one in season one in, like, the foreground of the stage. Obviously, we never see, you know, the fourth wall. And they, as far as for camera purposes and just getting in the way of the actors, by the second season, they were like, bye-bye Post. So, in the end, the well, Post ended up being Well, Kyle, post.
1: actually, not even every first season episode has that. Oh, did they, yeah? They, they let the director choose. Oh. That's just proof that, at the time, they Did not even conceive of streaming or even DVDs. I'm surprised they didn't, like,
0: make an episode about it.
1: They should have, because they did about the closet in the back that no one's ever Um, it's It's one thing where, like, just sitcoms were made just to be digested that day, and that's it. Yes. Maybe they'd be in reruns in the summer, but at most they thought that they'd be in syndication, sure, but just brief little snippets that no one would be analyzing it on a freaking podcast like we are doing now. <laughs> so that's why they let the director choose if they wanted that or not. And then season two, they're like, yeah, this is just dumb.
0: Yeah. It's, yeah, exactly. So, I mean, do you... I, I'll, like, no... anger towards Susan, but I don't know. I think the po- the <laughs> post is... <laughs> what no, I mean, I love Susan. Susan. I think she's a great actor. We yeah. see
1: her, actually, in a film that you're going to cover on this podcast, if you're allowed to. Sideways, she's she's actually Paul Giamatti's ex yeah. in that. Yeah,
0: film. and she's all, She's on Breaking Bad.
1: Oh yeah, that's right dude. I think she's a great. Uh, I wish I knew her name off the top yeah,
0: of I'll my th- head. Yeah, Jessica. Oh, how would you pronounce that? H e c h t. Hecht. Yeah. Hecht. See, I thought there was a G. No, H e c h t. Oh, I thought that was a G. Yeah, that's definitely Hecht. Hecht. Jessica Hecht. You're a fantastic actor. You're. Loved on Friends, on Breaking Bad, and, as we said... Sideways. Sideways. So, yeah, so... uh, I don't know. Maybe now I feel bad that I'm saying The Post. (laughs) 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 Either way. One thing I want to, before we get into further episodes, I want to point out the actors' ages, since we're talking about age a lot, Mm. and people listen to it now. So, as far as the women go... Jennifer Addison, twenty-five; Courtney Cox, thirty; Lisa Kudrow, thirty-one. The men: David Schwimmer, 20- and they're
1: supposed to be in their like mid to early twenties.
0: Yes, I wrote down specifically in season five Ross, because that's um, you know he's I don't know just something in the episode. He mentions that he's thirty in season five.
1: So yeah, and then later they like well, whatever.
0: Yeah, exactly. The age there's, thing there's, is there's very com- ambiguous yeah, exactly. in Friends. But so David Schwimmer twenty eight, Matt LeBlanc twenty seven, Matthew Perry twenty five. So he and Jennifer Aniston are the only castmates that share uh, the same age. Wow. And Lisa Kudrow, the the, uh, the elder statesman of the group, by one year then Courtney Cox. The
1: fantastic Lisa Kudrow, the she's, Emmy award winning Lisa Kudrow. She's
0: the she Yeah, she's the best.
1: Now, only Jennifer Aniston and her, I believe, won, and Lisa Kudrow won Emmys I of know. the principal cast. Wow. They were all like, nominated here and there.
0: Yeah.
1: But, I mean, both deserving.
0: Interesting note. Well, anything else to say for, I mean, obviously there's so much to always talk about, but with season one, episode nine, the one where Underdog got away.
1: Nope, I think we I think we did it. Let's move on yeah. to season two.
0: Season two, episode eight. The one with the list. Okay. So this is the Thanksgiving episode. But mm-hmm. is the, this is you know, I, I I know we were both reading like lists and rankings. This is ranked like the the least Thanksgiving. Not that it's the worst episode or no, something.
1: And it's not even the worst. Thanksgiving episode to some people. Yeah. Maybe you and I will think it is the worst. I mean, no, I this is a
0: very popular episode. Yeah, but it's as just... as far as the thank, as Thanksgiving's... This it's, is the
1: least thanksgiving Eve. It's clear that they did not think of the doing the Thanksgiving thing yet. Yeah. That it would be, like, a big episode for that. Well,
0: there's certain sitcoms out there that end up making, like, a big episode for a holiday. Like, like even in recent Brooklyn Nine-Nine... Uh, they do a big, like, Halloween one that's become, like, a you know, like a certain, you know, like a... And,
1: and Parks and Rec always did Halloween ones, but also, like, their Valentine's slash Galentine's yeah. Day episodes were always big. Now, uh, this is something, clearly, that they weren't just weren't thinking at the time that would be, like, a thing.
0: Yeah, something for people to look forward. And, one would say be thankful for.
1: <laughs> and Christmas is not something that Friends does a lot. There's never one episode that's on Christmas Day. Yeah. They're always like the anticipation of Christmas.
0: I mean, the, the, this is the one. Uh, oh, no, no. It's a, it's another episode that Christmas comes up on Thanksgiving. Yes. Yeah. So, yes. But so the one with the list, something I just absolutely. So, I mean, a big part of this episode is that Chandler got a new laptop, and I started <laughs> laughing out loud when he says, I mean, he does all the technical specs. But when he says 12 megabytes of RAM,
1: I was just <laughs> like, wow. I thought you were going to say when he says. What are you going to do with it?
0: Like, games and stuff. No games. Well, yeah, no, that's a great laptop. But just as far as, like, you know, things... Well, just the look of the laptop. I mean, this thing is, like, three, four inches thick. Yeah, (laughs) thick. And (laughs) we should
1: set this up, too. This is in a string of very key episodes for this show that, even though it felt like forever, maybe for Friends fans at the time, it's only, like, early season two, Mm -hmm. and Ross and Rachel are kind of starting to really... They're about to start to date. Yeah. Ross is dating uh, Julie. Julie. And the episode yeah. before um, is, like, I think that big epic episode where, like, she closes Central Perk and Ross in the rain and she comes back. <laughs> and it opens with them talking about it over... And, you know, some of our characters are talking about over a pizza. Yeah. And it's really especially, like, a very 90s difference between, like, the guys and the girls, yeah. right? The girls are like, oh, what you know, what do you think it means? Like, some- and I'm
0: sorry, and Monica gets weird in the sense of, like, I don't want to, like, I wouldn't want to know how my sibling, like, <laughs> passionately kissed you. <laughs> like, there are, like, they they have a very, like, almost, like, I feel like Luke and Leia relationship that, like, the almost like the showrunners forgot that they're siblings at some point. Well,
1: I mean, I, you and I, we both said this, maybe not on air, and I don't know if it's gonna offend anyone, but... We're not, like, our siblings are not in our immediate friend circle. We'll put it that way. Maybe if they were, we'd feel differently. Like, we'd see them more as friends. Yeah. And not be, like, picturing, eh, it's my brother, eh, it's my sister, you know. Um,
0: It's just all, yeah. It's weird, but. I mean, even Chandler recognizes in later seasons, he's like, what did I, there's that one episode, like, what did I marry into?
1: And even Ross in later seasons is like, that's my sister with a lot of stuff. Yeah. But regardless, exactly. <laughs> yeah, so oh, and right. then the guys though. The guys are like, so then I kissed her. and, he, yeah. and Joey's like tongue. <laughs> He's nice.
0: like, yeah, yeah. nice. <laughs> but, so yeah, Ch- Chandler's laptop. There's the list as we said. So they make a pros and cons. Never
1: makes a make a pros and cons list. Never make a pros and cons.
0: Never list. make a. You can say it out loud. Make a mental <laughs> list if you'd like okay but never don't leave a paper trail or an electronic trail in this case it ended up printing it out as well so it was was both um and then the you know the food aspect of this one is the mocklet so
1: mocklet and i think we can fast forward to the end of our conversation right that's going to be the signature food
0: signature food and guest in Michael McKean, who's awesome.
1: Okay, I was going to mention, how cool is he? I mean, I know him from, like, Christopher Guest films, yeah. and, like... He's fantastic. He's great. He's, he's great. great.
0: Well, he was also on um, another connection to the Breaking Bad universe. He's uh, Saul Goodman's brother on Better Call Oh, Saul. really? Yeah. I didn't know that. That's he's, cool. He's such... He's just awesome. I follow him on Twitter, and he's a, just a delight to follow. Wow. Yeah. He's, <laughs> he's, he's a great guy. So... Yes, Monica is just trying to make. (laughs) Sorry, I'm reading my notes. Uh,
1: One thing I want to mention: Hoffman connection. Oh. And I mentioned this on the Long Came Polly episode. Isn't it weird that in this episode, David Schwimmer makes you know uh, Ross makes a list of pros and cons of Jennifer Aniston, and that also gets our man. Well, not our man, but Ben Stiller in trouble, and along came Polly. who's make... also
0: on an episode of Friends at one point.
1: Yes, he is. And dates Rachel in an episode of Friends. Yeah. But it makes it... Um, it gets him in trouble, and along came Polly, too, making a pros and cons list against Jennifer Aniston, who is one of the most beautiful people on Earth. Yes. So fuck anyone who makes a pros and cons. No, no offense to Lauren Tom. I mean, they should not have been compared to each other.
0: But, and this is still like even though this is season two, this is kind of like joke jerk mo jerk Joey not mm-hmm. he that um with chubby ankles, yeah, like come on, like the, that she way never it, has yeah. is a Greek goddess, <laughs> <laughs> she never goes full uh John Stamos and like you know all of a sudden she didn't become like you know, like I don't. G- Green Skopolis. Yeah, she doesn't change her name, but there are allusions
1: to her Greek heritage throughout yes, the show. But um, some of my favorite lines in the seven Maybe a Greek food episode. Though, <laughs> when <laughs> Chandler is on the phone with like the tech guy, and he's like, "Are you watching Star Trek?" And then like it fast forwards like a couple, not fast forward, but like they're talking, and then he's like, "So Spock actually hugs his father," <laughs>
0: <Yes>. <laughs> which is a tie-in to just Thanksgiving and Chandler like having a little bit of his parent. Yeah. yeah,
1: Uh, How. The one negative of Julie, which is supposed to be a positive, is supposed to be your... She's not Rachel, but it's... She's not Rachel. Richem, yeah. Which you should have been able to figure out, like... Yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah, exactly.
0: <laughs> well, that's the whole thing with their relationship. And it is crazy how... I mean, this happens on other sitcoms, too, like, uh, as far as recent years, New Girl, like, the main love story, how little time they're actually together.
1: Yeah. But they have to do that, because it ruins it when people are together. Some people say Mondler... Was ruined when they got together. Who will say uh, Jim and Pam was ruined when that, they got together? So yeah, it's just like kind of like a sitcom trick. My favorite moment of this episode, though, is when Rachel discovers the note, and but Chandler has it in his hand. Yes, yeah, a, yeah and then Joey thinks he's he's smart and he's like, "Oh, it's a short story he was writing," and it's like, "Why don't you read the short story out loud?" <laughs> he's like making it up. That's my favorite. Like. Moment of the episode. It's not foodie. It's not Thanksgiving at all. But it's the yeah. one that made me laugh. The That's most. a
0: great moment. But I do love just Monica with Michael McKean and just him like asking her, or even like what would you call that? The tagger at the end, like are you oh, allergic well, to cat yeah. hair,
1: yeah. Like, pistachios, <laughs> yeah, but, yeah. fish, pistachios, <laughs> <Fist> pistachios. <laughs> like,
0: are you allergic to cat? Uh, like, are you allergic to anything? Only cat hair. Oh, I'm sorry, you can't have this <laughs> So, but just Monica coming up with all the different. What, I sh- should have. This is. I'm sorry, guys. I'm. I, I guess I was. Well, like the La- lazy, dishes. Easy. Yeah, dishes? Well, yeah, yeah, but they're just they're just
1: like you know Mocklet chocolate chip cookies. Yeah. and then she starts mint, like shrinking the amount of Mocklet and everything. Yeah, and I love like the idea of moklet, like it foams in your mouth apparently or disintegrates. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Thanksgiving on could FDA be the FDA approval. Yeah, Thanksgiving could be the Mocklet holiday. Could be. Could, yeah, and could in be the probably. end of the day, the FDA approval does not come
0: through. Not go through, but she gets a check. Mhm. So that's
1: which I was impressed about. Classy.
0: There's a cla- Michael McKean, classic guy. Yeah, classic. Michael McKean, as being a one-off character, you know, one-episode <laughs> character, went, nah, she deserves to get a check. I believe that. <laughs> it was his choice. It was his choice as an actor, and the director listened. Well, um, so this episode, Mocklet, food, guest Michael McKean. It's
1: not going to be pistachios. Uh, <laughs> no, no, no. No, it's the Mocklet. Mocklet. Because she's making thinking. that for... Trying to make it into yeah. Thanksgiving food. It's on our Thanksgiving table, yes, absolutely. <laughs> mock lit. yes, that's a nice. So mock
0: lit, Michael McKean. Almost sounds like because it, it foams or like it, you know, like it's a, <laughs> a, a little bit of like a digestif, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> well, season three, episode nine. So season one was episode nine, season two episode eight. We're back to an episode nine, the one with the football. Now, why do they? Why is it the one with the football? That's not like, they don't always go the, that's pretty... The one right? with football. The one, the one with, with the... football. Yeah, that is We should be the one with the Geller Cup, like... Mm, yeah, that's probably a better episode, but I feel like, I don't know. It's just, it, honestly, it sounds like Dutch is the one with the football? <laughs> Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> Maybe. Maybe that's the joke there. So, as I hinted at it, there is a Dutch character, uh... <laughs>
1: I love, I love that's the main thing in the show for you. <laughs>
0: Well, she's kind of the guest, but anyway, no, so this episode, they decide to, the gang decides to, well, no, it's more, it's always sunny, <laughs> but uh, so the friends, friends, yes. the six of them decide to play football, and at first, Ross well, I, and Monica are like, reserved, and like, are like, we can't.
1: Yeah, because they're not allowed to play football, like, yeah, would your parents, mom tell yeah. you that thing say no? <laughs> This is a this is a really fun episode.
0: Yes, this is a very classic episode. A lot of great visuals mm-hmm. to it, uh, and yeah, it's 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 an up there one. Besides, even being you know, it'll be this will be I, I have to imagine one that will be a close contender for the best Thanksgiving episode.
1: And yeah, With a little food involved though. Not too much food involved. Um, very important stuff because you know they're timing it and they have some time between the turkey being cooked. And at this point, it's understood that they're having Thanksgiving together. They're not spending Thanksgiving with their family. Yeah,
0: this is the tradition now.
1: A um, couple moments, again, uh, just the idea of the Geller Cup. Uh, Geller Cup 6, you know.
0: With a troll doll on it, we find out it's been saved. Like Jason <laughs> Voorhees taken out of the lake. Yeah,
1: so the Geller Cup is seems like a duct tape, a 2x4 a troll doll, and like a label maker. <laughs> and that... Uh, Their dad threw it in the lake when there was some argument, some silly argument (laughs) about who who would win. This is the first Thanksgiving episode, though I think we've seen it previously. We have, uh, but where there's a lot of allusions to controversial topic of Monica's weight. Yes. You know, we don't see it in this one, but it's talked about a lot. I think, again, like I said, we've seen it previously in that prom episode. I believe it's... uh,
0: Yeah, when is that prom? Maybe
1: it is this season, I'm not sure. Yeah. But it's an episode where it's just very cool because we see them outside. It's obviously on studio, it's not like on actual streets, but I always liked when we would see uh, our castmates outside and when they divide teams, Rachel's the last pick, and it really becomes about her playing this game and, well, at least lack of playing this game. I mean, look, they're all proxies for Monica and Ross's, like, (laughs) sibling battle.
0: The, the picking like that uh, falls into almost your territory of like high school slumber party. It's very high school very gym high class. School, very high school gym Picking, class. that was always the, the rough, you know, like elementary school, middle school, high school, like getting picked in gym class. I mean, we even, a side story of us, like tennis class and you were in rotation. Badminton,
1: been, Kyle. Badminton. What did, I, what did I say? Tennis? Tennis, yeah. Oh, I'm sorry, badminton, yes. Badminton, I, yeah. yes. I, I was... Everyone had one partner, but I had two partners, which was you and a classmate of ours, Tommy Teats, who was somewhat of a rival of
0: yours. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he made it into a rival. Like, I didn't make it into a rivalry. Oh, a, man. A deep... If you want to hear about those stories, check out High School Slumber Party on the Cage Club Podcast Network. I'm
1: not sure what episode, but I'm sure you've talked about Tommy Teats. Yeah, so. just
0: fine. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Uh, anyway, <laughs> one little
1: Easter egg I thought that was fun from the football game. This is a Thanksgiving
0: game. episode, there's no Easter eggs.
1: <laughs> Sorry, one little Thanksgiving...
0: Turkey goblet giblet?
1: deviled egg, maybe. ooh.
0: <laughs> You're a big <laughs> devil egg guy. I am.
1: Uh, well, one, your team, the Giants, are well represented. Yes, they are. As, what, Monica has a Giants shirt, and I think Chandler has a Giants hat? Or Joey? Yes, Some, Chandler Chann- has a Chandler, Giants okay. hat.
0: Yeah, great hat and great sweatshirt. Yeah, very old. They're representing, Giants. unlike this season where there's no representation. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, we'll get into football. I'll no,
1: cry. but uh, the Easter or sorry, the whatever the Thanksgiving Devil Day <laughs> is that Phoebe is wearing a shirt from the classic TV show That Girl. Oh, And the that's star what, of That Girl yeah. is Marlo Thomas, who plays Rachel's mom. Ah.
0: Oh, There's definitely a nod to that. That is a fun Easter egg. (laughs) The one thing Joey, like, at one point, his jersey gets ripped. It's like, it's my favorite jersey. It's like a bland, (laughs) like, maroon burgundy jersey. Like, if anything, it looks closer to Redskins. Maybe it was his high school jersey. I I guess high school, maybe, (laughs) yeah.
2: Now Now you've got two. (laughs) (laughs) You
1: mentioned... The Dutch girl. And yes. Joey and Chandler are fighting over this, like, very stereotypical, like, 90s-looking I have Dutch had, woman. Oh, uh, yeah, exactly. Marge, like, I think yeah. her name
0: is. But he thinks, oh, she's got two names, Dutch and...
1: Yeah, Dutch and <laughs> Yeah. And eventually, I'm surprised, she picks Chandler. Yeah. But then Chandler make, uh, acts like an idiot. And she, <laughs> as As no he does, one. yeah. Yeah. <laughs> So she chooses no one, and wah, wah. But, like, Chandler's, like, okay with it, because she still chose Chandler over Joey.
0: Yeah, there's a lot of great moments in this episode, but, I mean, I have to give it to Chandler for knowing Joey so well and bringing up the whole Netherlands and Joey...
1: Oh, where do Dutch people come yeah, from? Exactly.
0: <laughs> the, uh, N- Netherlands, right? No, that's Peter Pan. Yeah. <laughs>
1: yeah, that's the probably the line of the episode.
0: Like, we are starting to get into, like dumb sweetheart Joey. Yeah. Oh for sure. I mean there's still a little bit of he's just like I'll let you have her. Yeah. I mean this is a great this is a great episode of rivalries.
1: Absolutely. Of course it ends with a huge rivalry of uh Ross and Monica. And
0: becomes a battle of the sexes. Yeah, battle of the sexes. Originally so the teams are so Mo- Monica and what what do they even do to make sure that they're Captains Bunny ears. Yeah, bunny ears, <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah, exactly. Like losers walk,
1: no losers talk. talk. Like it's just it's so reduced to childhood. Yeah. Um and but like honestly, I'm not not gonna lie, I think the picks go
0: somewhat accordingly, you know? Because, yeah, I mean as as far as their yeah, as far as that we even see them play out on uh on screen as far yeah, as the, like, the, the yeah. their, their talents.
1: And you know, it ends up getting switched up. And to be fair, like, the guys are very behind at that point. Yeah. But the girls are doing very well, too. And they would have won because Rachel finally catches a ball, but she technically didn't go in the end zone. The ball rolls into the end zone, and... Monica a- and Yeah, uh, after Ross a little quarrel, just... Monica and Ross get on top of it the entire night. And they talk about how the stuffing is good. The rest of the castmates are eating the Thanksgiving food while Monica and Ross are outside. Trying yes. to win Geller Bowl, I guess, seven at this point, because
0: there wasn't one after that. Yeah. Uh, so, and and Dutch doesn't come up, but I guess she is the guest of the episode, right? Yeah,
1: she's really the only guest. Yeah. You know what's weird? There's, like, extras in the background on the swings. Yeah. I don't know if you noticed that. <laughs>
0: but, yeah, that and... Or the Geller Cup, if you were going to prefer oh, a beam. the Geller yeah, the Cup, beam, Yeah, the Geller Cup, the troll that
1: doll. That cut is one of my favorite cuts in All of Friends, where it's like...
0: Oh, uh, cut to, like... Cut, just, like, she,
1: putting down the Geller Cup. Because,
0: yeah, because he's like, oh, no, this is just over. We're not going to play yeah. anymore. And then there's the What would the winner get?
1: Like, the winner gets this. Yeah.
0: The Geller Cup. <laughs> it's, it's still here. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, so... Uh, yeah, that's... I mean... I, I Technically, the Geller Cup is the more important thing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, why is she just, like... Hanging out in a park by herself oh, Thanksgiving. And not that Thanksgiving means anything No to her, but like still But like by herself and then just like automatically invites herself up to like when are we going to eat? Like it's just very Yeah.
1: So and honestly like the that's the Geller Cup thing is my first favorite. My my sorry. The Geller Cup thing is my second favourite, yeah cut of all these thanksgiving episodes we'll ah. get into my first my like, first cut yes oh Ooh. i wish i'm not qualified <laughs>
2: wow well so what
1: so what's our food then what's our food I, you said
0: right? it i think it's the stuffing they meant that's all only food
1: i was arguing it's the pigskin it's the football <laughs> some uh, rinds
0: well, yeah exactly some Chicharrones. Chicharron. Yeah.
1: <laughs> but we'll say the stuffing because <laughs> really pigskin. this is not a heavy one this is a debatable one but we'll say the stuffing
0: yeah because, we're, 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 again, we're forming, formulating the table. Yes. All right. Season 4, Episode 8, The One with Chandler in a Box. Yes. This is a great episode. Again, maybe is it the best Thanksgiving episode? I don't know. But this is a fantastic episode.
1: This is certainly, even though you could watch it standalone, this is certainly not a standalone episode. It really yes. relates to the Joey... Chandler, Kathy storyline.
0: Yeah, Kathy. Uh, so j- short, brief. I mean, if you're listening to this, I mean, you have to obviously. I, I would assume you're a friend's fan.
1: Maybe they're just a foodie film fan. Maybe they're
0: foodie film. Oh, thank you, guys. Thank you. But uh, Kathy originally going out with Joey. Chandler's falling in love with her. Joey asks Chandler for a recommendation, or no, Joey's just going to get her, what, a pen or something, right? And <laughs> yeah, then Chandler recommends uh, first edition of the Velveteen Which Rabbit, he goes out and gets. Which yeah. he goes out and gets and gives it to her, and but then she recognizes, like, that wasn't Joey's gift. <laughs> or Joey wants is also just going to give her, like, really good sex or something like that, right? Isn't that part of his gift? Something along those lines. And so... Uh, yeah, so she realizes that's yeah, Chandler. Yeah, to Joey Love. Yeah, coupon to Joey <laughs> Love.
1: Another episode, great episode. Yes,
0: and so then uh, Kathy and Chandler kiss, and then this is the uh, you know, outcome of that kiss and Joey finding out... Well, yeah, the
1: outcome of their big fight. Their They're big still fight, in a fight. It's like not. Yeah. Oof.
0: So the one with Chandler in a box, big things in this episode. Uh, Monica gets an eye patch, and because she goes to the, uh, you know, the eye doctor, and which is Richard's which office is, yeah, again.
1: Richard's, Richard, Monica's longtime ex-boyfriend, played by, well, they really didn't date that long, but it feels like it. Played by Tom Selleck,
0: who is just awesome in general.
1: So she thinks she's gonna maybe have to see him, but he ends up having to see. Yeah, Phoebe
0: calls the office.
1: Yeah, it's uh, his son, as is the on-call doctor,
0: mm-hmm.
1: who they rationalized that she hasn't really seen in a while because, like, he's been away at college.
0: Yeah, last time you saw her was outside of a Dairy Queen.
1: Because otherwise, Maybe like, was you dating this college. guy, you never saw his son. Yeah. But I guess, again, he was really taking his studies seriously.
0: Well, that slash, I think he was always coming, you know, Tom Selleck was always coming into the city, right? Cause doesn't he yeah, but I,
1: it's implied that she'd met his daughter, Michelle. Oh, a couple yeah. Of the, we don't see her, but... it's true.
0: Yeah, well, okay, so patch Richard's son, she ends <laughs> up inviting him because he just broke up with his And Joey's reaction, like ew! Yeah. And Jennifer Harrison gets a little Greek mention there, Greek tragedy. Of <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then we also get uh, we find out that Rachel is a gift returner. Yes. So this is the Christmassy because there's a uh, secret Santa is decided that's what they're going to do for Christmas this year, so... Not everyone's buying five gifts. We're just going to, you know, get the fun factor of the... Ooh, who's who's my secret sandwich? <laughs> uh, and then what else is there? There was... Oh, uh, well, uh, yeah, Pho- and Phoebe gets to cook because Monica goes to the eye doctor. So those are the the big things.
1: Yeah, Phoebe is just, like, throwing a lot of things in a pot. I'm not sure what, <laughs> what it is. <laughs> Looks
0: like sweet potatoes.
1: She went to go ask for a left-handed uh, cooking question. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> I'm not sure. My favorite line of the show is when Chandler has to explain why... Oh, did we mention why he's in a box?
0: Oh, yes, (laughs) exactly. (laughs) In the episode, we explained the backstory, but pretty much uh, when he and Joey are fighting, Joey... It's just saying, like, oh, you know, like, I, I can't be friends with you anymore, I'm going to move out, like, I want to be friends with someone that would do this to their friend, and there was that famous episode where they get robbed and Joey's locked <laughs> in the, like, TV unit thing. Yeah, and the entertainment, unit, the entertainment that he builds. unit and uh And he says, you know, I was thinking about this whole that whole time, how I'm going to disappoint Chandler. And he's like, well, I was, like, you know, like, if it was still here, like, I, I would do it, I would get in there. And Joey points out, that there's a box, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Or the they a crate. They have, I would yeah, call They it. have a
1: crate from why?
0: Oh, the um, he's returning the things that Chandler bought. Oh, okay. To you know, because he bought like things to make him feel better. Yeah. But he's gonna keep the TV. He's gonna put it in his room. That's like the big thing. So yes, the then the crate, the box is moved into Monica and Rachel's apartment, and Chandler is in there, and there is a single hole for him to, I guess breathe and talk through, and he's there for threefold reasons.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the meaning of the box is threefold. <laughs>
0: <laughs> the last one, it hurts! And, uh, yeah, so in, in this episode as we said that Richard's son comes by, there's a kiss, it's very awkward because it reminds <laughs> Monica, you know, she admits that he kisses, like, his father. Um, we find out it's, it's, a, it's a creepy episode because there's the, that kiss then uh, what Ross calls Rachel what does he say that she's they're already
1: broken up yes but he gets mad at her for not keeping the gifts like yeah more than he anyone. says she's
0: not um oh god what's the word like obviously not like nostalgic but like the, uh, sentimental sentimental yes and so she, that she's not sentimental because she doesn't like keep those things and then she comes out with this box of I guess a tooth from the museum the first time that they, like, made love. Uh, and then uh, eggshell from an the first omelette he made her? Like, what? This, this this is a little bit of a creepy box. <laughs> so, yeah, it's a little bit of a creepy episode. Um, and then the big thing to this episode at the end is that Kathy comes and says so, so that she can't get in the way of two friends. Uh, and when she leaves, Chandler waves goodbye with a, yeah. with a single finger in his air hole in his airhole <laughs> hole and joey being the beautiful lovable man that he is realizes that his friend they actually do have feelings for one another and he doesn't want his friend's friend to be upset mm-hmm. anymore so he opens up the crate and tells him to go after her and uh yeah. yeah. Then there's yeah. a mugging on the street, and it's not them. But
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> not the only uh, crime that happens. No, on a Thanksgiving. Yeah. On a Thanksgiving episode, that's for sure.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, so the food in this one's a little difficult.
0: Yeah, two episodes in a row. I mean, even um, I mean, clearly the mocklet was in se- you know season two, but then we had you know we went with what stuffing for the last one. This one, uh, I guess it's sweet potatoes because I see that that's what Phoebe that's is. One of
1: the things she's putting in there. We'll call it Phoebe's Delight, you know? Phoebe's Delight, yeah. This is a similar sweet potato dish, technically different, that I think is going to win later.
0: Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's true. So let's see. I'm going to write that down. Phoebe's Delight. Because it's just like sweet potatoes and butter. (laughs) A lot of cooked left-handed. Phoebe's Left-Handed Delight. Yes. (laughs) That sounds dirty. She's a masseuse. (laughs) so
1: and her sister's a porn star, but people think it's her, so...
0: Yeah. (laughs) Ursula mad about you. Yeah. Um All right. Any any other favorite things from, no. from this episode? Solid episode. I liked it. Yeah. Do you think that Matthew Perry was in the box the whole time? That is a
1: very good question. I don't know. I guess cuz he's sticking his fingers out. Yeah, but like just like it's a pretty student. big box. They say, "Oh, it hurts," but really, it fits.
0: No, it, it wouldn't be that. But if you, especially if you put at least like a pillow, a little
1: yeah, like, little comfort in there. Probably.
0: I think so. I think he's a team player. Yeah. Those Canadians are nice guys.
1: I'd love to ask him that. Yeah, that would
0: be the first question you meet.
1: <laughs> I mean, I'd have a list of questions. That would be one of them.
0: Yeah, that's a good. I think it's a good question. Um, you asked it. <laughs> that's when patting myself on the back. Uh, season five, episode eight. The one with all the Thanksgivings.
1: Interesting in a food perspective that it starts after the meal.
0: Yes, they all have the itis. <laughs> We've and all been there. This is, again, this is, I mean, Thanksgiving episodes are great. This is a very good Thanksgiving episode. This is a great food say- episode. This is just a great episode.
1: I have three contenders for my favorite that uh-huh. I'm still going to debate. Just gonna give a little, um, shout-out. This is my first nominee for it. uh. even though I've liked other episodes. And this is the first episode I saw live on Thanksgiving.
0: Nice! Yeah, so season five, so that's, like, around, like, 1998.
1: Very early on. I I wasn't, like, following regularly. I just, I knew I saw, saw this one live. And this has, I said before, my second favorite, like, random cut. This has my favorite, like, it's not a cut because it's, like, the, uh, Moment theme song, probably commercial at the time and then we're cutting back, mm-hmm. is Joey Spiel and he's thankful for thongs. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's like, oh, it's like talking about like a nice yeah. fall day, but a woman's skirt blew up and he's like, a yeah, nice fall breeze. Yeah. <laughs> and then when it comes back, he's like, it's so, it's, a feat of engineering you know are <laughs> yeah. doing so much but so little, fabric. little fabric. <laughs> <laughs> again, it's
0: a little fabric again it could be turned to a fashion podcast
1: <laughs> and this episode is really about all their worst thanksgivings um we get a call back to what chandler said in season one about his parents getting divorced yeah and we actually see the episode and we this one we get a bunch of guest stars because we get um morgan fairchild as his mom. Yeah. In that episode, we don't know yet know who his dad's going to be. And we have, I think I've seen that guy. It says, more turkey, Mr. Chandler? Yeah. I think I've seen that actor perform, but I'm not sure.
0: I think he ends up being on Parks and Rec. Oh, is that the same guy? Is it the same guy? I don't really want to. <laughs> I don't know. I'll look it up. I don't know. I don't know. More, more turkey, Mr. Chandler? Yeah,
1: regardless, like, his Chandler's parents, again, told him that they were getting divorced on Thanksgiving, so that's why Chandler hates yeah. Thanksgiving.
0: Um, so I looked it up, the prom, the, it's, the episode's the one with the prom video, mm-hmm. season two, episode 14, so that was, you know, we, we were talking, that was, okay. was season three before, that they're bringing up Monica being uh, fat. and So, so we
1: really um, haven't seen a flashback
0: like that all the way back since that episode. Since that episode, season two, episode 14.
1: And they're going to really bring it back in a big way, no pun intended, for this episode. Um, really, no pun intended. <laughs> Before that, though, uh, my two notes were Ross's hair in this episode, in this season, is just so, like, big. You know? Flowy, big, yeah. Yeah. Uh, but also, like, Phoebe, all Phoebe's Thanksgiving flashbacks are. From her past from lives. From past lives, yeah. <laughs> and this, I... like, the first one was a Civil War. Civil I think so. War.
0: And then French World War I, maybe?
1: Yeah, that's what I thought. Uh, but I just loved how... Oh, side note. So if you want to talk about possibly Jennifer Aniston working Greek into the show, I believe Lisa Kudrow's husband is French or speaks French. Okay. And she knows fluent French. So you'll often see her work French into her character. Mm. Now... Um... I love when Joey's like, "Oh, I wish I had past memories." Everyone looks at him, and, yeah. like, oh. and Phoebe
0: goes, "Oh, sweetie, or yeah, yeah, you're brand new. Yeah, you're brand new. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, like you said, the, I mean, the haircuts, obviously, just in ju- like through time jumping by watching, you know, these episodes, and then after I watched these episodes, and I just started watching like more Friends episodes again, mm-hmm. but like doing the season to season Thanksgiving jumps, seeing the haircuts that the that each character had at the time, but then obviously the haircuts of like Ross and, uh, and Chandler in the past, because the first. Well, it ends up being what Chandler brings up, uh, you know, how, you know, his horrible Thanksgiving, and then it's like. Then Phoebe says, oh, no, Oh poor, you know, rich boy. Yeah, poor with, little rich boy. With the butler. <laughs> and she brings up, and then, uh, what, Monica says, no, you know, current current life Phoebe. Yeah. And so then Rachel says, oh, I know Monica's worst. And they bring up the one of... Yeah, a couple of them. Yeah, a couple of them.
1: The first one is... Oh, the first one is Joey putting the turkey on his head
0: yeah duh. that's a huge yeah
1: yeah a, a huge you know it'll be called back later and mind you just to, for guys maybe not familiar what season we're in Chandler and Monica are dating but they're secretly dating at this point
0: yes Ross has got no one ma- knows married them. and divorced oh and that's why so I wrote down and I said earlier that he says because he's depressed, and Ross says, I'm 30 years old, I've been married twice and divorced twice, and I'm, you know, at 30 years old. So that was the oh, cue gotcha. of him saying the
1: age. Gotcha. Um, and then, you know, Joey puts his head on the turkey to try to scare Chance. There's a flashback. Yes. I love this flashback because they look like pre-season one. Yeah, look,
0: we don't even see Joey's face, but he's wearing, like, the leather vest. And, yeah. Like, the black t-shirt. The I light, think he has the, the hair, he's almost acting Jean. like yeah.
1: season one. Yeah, yeah. And Monica comes in and, see, and sees Joey with the turkey on his head. And he's like, it's
0: Joey! It's Joey! And you have
1: the the Chandler with the goatee as well.
0: Chandler with, like, facial hair has random moments also in the show. Like, I was watching another one that he just, again, randomly had a goatee.
1: It's it's not as random as you think. Okay. I used to think that. but Okay, so he has a mustache in one because he's trying to pretend he, he's Richard. Yeah. You know? He has a goatee... In other flashbacks, that it's weird. It's weird. Yeah. Um, yeah. So he has. <laughs> that's a really quick that is and funny moment. A
0: huge turkey.
1: Yes. A lot of the turkeys here are a little too big for for you know for what she wants to feed yeah. there. But uh, <laughs> the second flashback, of course, is.
0: Yeah. Well, then they realize because someone's. Uh, well, oh, Rachel so wasn't even there. Rachel was there, wasn't so even there exactly, and so then Rachel brings up. The first flashback at the Gellers' house of Fat Monica and what Ross has his fro, like his jerry curl kind of fro, right? And Chandler has the flock of seagulls haircut. <laughs> which we get in a later season when they when we see them at college. Like a, you know. Yes, so,
1: and then this is where they're starting to, I think, pay attention to continuity. Chandler freshman year had a flock of seagulls haircut. They're in Ro- a band together. Yes. Yeah. Oh, Emotional Knapsack is their song. I don't remember what their band name is, if <laughs> you even say it. Uh, but Ross has, like, the fro hair his freshman year of, Which is what we
0: saw in the prom episode.
1: Yes, because he's coming back. Yes. Or he maybe his year is already over. I'm not sure exactly yeah. what it is. Um, so, you know, that's cool. And Rachel with her pre-nose job nose. Yes. And Monica, again, for better or worse. A bigger uh, lady a bigger lady, and this is something that's very polarizing to people, and we should just really quickly address it. Um, Yeah, obviously it is a degree of fat-shaming, but it's something that I know a lot of people who um, are... Bigger? Bigger, yeah, have looked at, like, oh, wow, cool, a character like me on TV. The 90s aesthetic for women especially, we'll say...
0: Well, they end up being called lollipops, right?
1: Super skinny. Yeah. That's not even, like, a. I, I hate that there's, like, aesthetics of people because that's wrong, but that, like, the quote-unquote ideal woman doesn't even look like that today, no. you know? Yeah. Like, they're they super skinny, so it is a big thing. It is something that maybe does not sense uh, pass the test of time, but I feel like t- later in the shows, they start... Reconciling it a little bit, mm-hmm, yeah. like no one's like, "Oh, Chandler's like funny for calling her fat," you know. There's even like, "Oh, like he shouldn't say that to her." Even Ross. Well, this, gets, yeah, this
0: episode is a big one. Yeah. Ross
1: gets mad at her, you know. Yeah. And later they'll have Monica in the fat suit again in like a what if episode. Mm-hmm, yeah. And that's a good
0: episode. Yeah.
1: Chandler, you know, they end up being together anyway, yeah. so it kind of tries to solve the issue. I'm not saying it's perfect, but it is what it is here. And in this one. Chandler, Ross wants to date Rachel, and Chandler gets upset that he doesn't want to have to stay with Monica, Ross's
0: quote-unquote fat, fat sister. sister. And Monica is comes into the kitchen and standing right behind them. And yeah. she's being nice. And, and like, she, she kind of likes him. She likes him, she's going to make him mac and cheese yeah, because like, <laughs> Chandler's the boy who hates Thanksgiving. I <laughs> yeah. love how much... Uh, and we get it in a later Thanksgiving yeah. episode. Is this the first? Yeah, this is the first one with
2: we
1: actually see Judy and Jack, the Gellers. They've been referred to a lot, but have we seen them yet in Thanksgiving? I don't think so. Mm, no. So, so yeah, so this is the first Thanksgiving we see them. Then um, again, the boy an Thanksgiving, like you said. We see that in later episodes. The, also, the line Chandler, like, "Well, wow, this is great mac and cheese. You should be a chef," and she goes, "Okay, <laughs> okay." <laughs> She ends up being a chef. I do like the character of young Monica because she definitely has a different personality. Not yeah, different, but like...
0: And just the whole, you're going to lose your flower. Yeah, your flower. And what does she call the... What did she call like a... Pe- Tenderness. Tenderness. <laughs> God, it's so like, you shouldn't call it that shit. Like, yeah.
1: She's talking about having sex with Chip and yeah. it's going to last It's going to last song. the whole song? <laughs> what? <laughs> it's just fun. It's just fun, you know? Yeah,
0: exactly. They're having fun with it. People are taking shots at one another. Clearly, even just like the guys walking with those ridiculous haircuts very silly and uh, yeah and then so after that Rachel says you know when we go back to present day she's like no that's not the one I was thinking about and well well, I'm sorry Chandler says oh my god and he's so ashamed that he said that because obviously at this point he is you know mm. dating Monica and they're in a yeah, relationship and that's relationship.
1: what I like like yeah it's a shitty story yeah but it's so much worse knowing that they're secretly dating oh yeah and it's early in the relationship like that
0: yeah and they can't even have like because well at this point Ross is the only one that doesn't know no I mean, right don't I know they all. Joey definitely
1: knows jo- just Joey at this point okay because remember the next episode which we'll talk about later
0: mm-hmm.
1: no one still knows except Joey
0: oh Joey because I'm Joey yeah and I, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, we'll get it because yeah. I definitely <laughs> want to that. that'll be our uh, leftovers that was part of the leftovers okay um And so then after that, as I said, Rachel goes and says, that's not the one I was thinking about, and Monica really doesn't want to bring up this one. So cut to a year after that last flashback, <laughs> and... Rachel uh, has her new nose. Yeah. And the doctor did such a phenomenal. What? <laughs> it's a masterpiece. Yeah. He said, Elliot Gould, is, Elliot Gould so good. is so good. Everyone so I was good. watching, I was like, I need to watch Ocean's Eleven again. Elliot Gould, like, even just back in the day. Oh, just like back himself, in the day, yeah. yeah. But I love him in Ocean's Eleven when uh, Matt Damon's character Linus is like, he's like kind of sitting on like the diving board and they're all at Elliot Gould's house and there's like a spread and then they're going to go inside and talk about the job. He's like, oh, you're. I forget the. Lines' his dad's name. You're Jack's son, right? And it's like, yeah. And he's like, oh, you, you know, you have a good time? Yeah, get in getting, getting the fucking house. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, so good. Um,
1: <laughs> no. And this new, this like, this is the Thanksgiving that Monica hates, and Chandler too, obviously. Um, it's long string of Thanksgivings, this flashback. But when they walk in, they're dressed like Miami Vice style. Yeah, keep, keep yeah. pushing up the sleeves. Oh, something we didn't mention is that... Very Ed Norton
0: from the Honeymooners. <laughs> uh,
1: you know, it's implied that like they're big like George Michael slash Wham fans. Yeah. And <laughs> George Michael slapped Chandler, apparently, <laughs> at a concert, which is amazing. Um, when he rushed the stage. Yeah. So this time... Monica's trying to get back at Rachel. That's oh, No, get back. Yeah. Get back at Chandler, and Rachel's giving her advice to like look sexy in front of.
2: Ooh.
0: Yeah, uh, and I'm said, running. The cool steel of a knife. As we know, she vocalizes <laughs> it
1: instead of just like doing it. She clearly didn't get what Rachel said.
0: Yeah, Rachel was using a hand towel to show her, mm-hmm. but then <laughs> and Monica she ends up saying it using, out loud. Yeah. Yeah. The what? Peas or carrots or. Something. Like, I like the coldness of that. (laughs) I forgot what it is. And then the carrots in between the fingers. And then, unfortunately, the cool steel of a knife.
1: Yes, which eventually she drops on Chandler's toe, and he's wearing wearing wicker 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 shoes. This Kid Jack just going. (laughs) And we learn that it's not only Chandler's third nipple that is a quote-unquote physical deformity that he has. His nibbin. His nubbin. Nubbin. (laughs) Uh, It is also that he's missing part of his pinky toe. Yeah. And that for a year he had to be called Sir Limps a lot because of it. Because of Ross. Yeah, because, well, because came Ross with that. <laughs> came up with the name.
0: <laughs> That's the best part of the whole, It's got the nail. I mean, but it, it ends up being a very tender episode. Well, he gets... I mean, like, he's up. His foot... Like, it's not like she did it on purpose. Like, the way Chandler reacts Well, is- she brought a
1: carrot to the hospital instead of the toe, too.
0: Yeah, but again, it was all like... Everything that she did was by accident. I guess, okay, she was doing that to seduce him, to then ash- to then shame him. Yeah. But clearly she wasn't trying to chop off his toe and then bring a carrot to the hospital instead of the toe. So Chandler, I mean, overreacts, and then Monica goes over to cheer him up. And this is the confusing part. They just ate, as we said.
1: Well, earlier in the episode, it is teased that she has to make another turkey, I believe.
0: Oh, really? I totally... Yeah, I believe that's right. I didn't
1: remember seeing it this time, but I thought about that in the past. Okay, that she's making one for her mom or something. Again, I could be wrong. Giant turkey. I could be wrong, but I think she like needs to prepare a second turkey
0: or something like that. Interesting. Okay. Either way, they through through Joey's joke. Then uh, Monica decides to cheer up Chandler by going over and knocks on the door. She's got a raw turkey on her head, and then puts what like a fez yeah kind of hat on it and then (laughs) does a little sunglasses and then does like a shimmy dance and chandler says that he loves her
1: first time you say i love you to a girl you're dating it's a big deal yeah and And he takes it back right away yeah he's
0: like
2: no
1: that's not that's what i said that's chandler he's afraid of commitment it's 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 a big deal um i love that that's one of the iconic classic Friends moments. It's a tender end to the episode. This is arguably the greatest season of Friends. Um, some people say it is the the best season of Friends.
0: A sad note is that
1: the turkey died in the process.
0: <laughs> the animals were harmed, and uh, well, at least they didn't eat the chicken and the duck. That's a good thing. Oh man! But no, that um, in real life, and I know because we are fans and we've, you know. Read and heard interviews by Matthew Perry. He has very little memory um, of this season. Of these, yeah, he said like season three to season six because of his drug because thing. of his drug wow, abuse. Nice. So,
1: but I mean, this is a, again a great season. When I was at the Friends pop-up, I hope you share this because I sent it to you. That was one of the things that you could do at the pop-up: with the turkey on your head and do a little yeah. dance. Um, mind you, Kyle, if you do share this, I was wearing a small T-shirt because. That's the only Friends one I could find at the time. <laughs> but regardless, it was super fun. That pop-up was great.
0: Yeah. No, yeah, I I wish I had gone to it. I guess I could go to Boston, but... <laughs> um, well, it's
1: not disc cities like you usually do on podcasts.
0: No, no, right? no, no, no. It's more Philadelphia nowadays. It's a great food city. It's a food C- podcast.
1: Great cream cheese.
0: <laughs> yeah. Great cheesesteaks. Although, <laughs> donkeys in Camden. Anyway. Uh, <laughs>
1: Drop my beer glass on that one. It didn't have beer, guys. It didn't have beer in it. Don't worry. No, <laughs> no beers. We're a very good episode. Awesome. Definitely, a lot of people consider this the best Thanksgiving episode.
0: We will we'll have to, we'll vote on it at the end. Um, all right, guest and dish. You gotta give it to the Gellers, right? Uh, yeah. I mean, Morgan Fairchild's in it too for too short.
1: You know. Yeah. Um, Drake Bell, who would later go on to Nickelodeon fame for the show Drake and Josh, plays the young Chandler. Oh. So that's an interesting thing, but I mean the Gellers, both collectively, I think win this one. Yeah.
0: And the dish, uh, mac and cheese. I'm gonna say okay, mac
1: and cheese, fair. But then Kyle, we have a problem because we might not have turkey on this to win anything here. Oh. Should we just assume there's turkey on our table and we're just putting sides together? Yeah,
0: we're putting the sides together. Okay,
1: fair, yeah. fair. So I have another nominee. Maybe you would consider. Maybe you won't. Squatter nut bosh, <laughs> which apparently is what what, what Joey
0: what like Ross said
1: by accident, and Joey considers
0: that as equally as embarrassing
1: yeah. as getting the turkey stuck on your head. <laughs> <laughs> no, but the, but that's that's fair. The mac and cheese is fair. There was one more thing I wanted to mention from that episode that I thought was interesting. Oh, my favorite line of the show besides I can't believe I let George Michael slap you. <laughs> Sorry, it's I can't believe you let George Michael slap you is reliving past pain and getting depressed is what Thanksgiving is all about.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I mean, what, you know, what as as Chandler thinks what Thanksgiving is all about. <laughs> but he's starting he's uh, although this is Thanksgiving not Christmas, the Grinch's heart is growing as we it see. Is, it is. It
1: is as, as we'll see.
0: Yeah. Brian, I'm getting, into you know, talking all this, I'm getting pretty full, I think.
1: I you think... full?
0: <laughs> well, oh, come on. You have we're an just, insatiable
1: we're, appetite. We
0: were just saying, you know, like, fat shaming. I wasn't are fat. You... It
1: wasn't because of fat shaming. I was just saying because you're the host of Hootie Films. I, I figure you never get full.
0: Well, maybe our listeners' ears are getting full. I don't know. Maybe we should have an underbook. Maybe <laughs> we need an underbook. So, you guys, I, th- I think we're going to, this is... Part one of Friendsgiving, of the Friends Thanksgiving episode, the one where Brian and Kyle talk Friends. The first course. The first course. So, uh, let's clear our plates and... Get seconds next get, week. Yeah, get seconds next week. I'm down. All right. All right, guys. Hope you enjoyed this part one of two Friendsgiving episodes you're going to be hearing the next one a day Well, it's going to be, you're going to be hearing You can listen to it whenever you want It's coming out the day before Thanksgiving So tune in, listen to that one Hope you're watching these episodes Obviously you can find them on Netflix And in the meantime, remember There's more to cut
1: Yummy, yummy, yummy I got love in my tummy And I
0: feel like I'm loving you Love you such a sweet thing Good enough to just a while.